0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Gospel Unplugged. My name is Pastor Ben Seeslick, and today I am joined by my favorite St. Olaf colleague.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Pastor Charlie Rudd. <laughs> Good to
0: be with you today, um ya yeah, yeah.
1: Likewise to you. Yes, yeah.
0: indeed. <laughs> um Today we are uh, continuing our sermon series where we are looking at different parts of our worship life together and how they mm. uh, help us not just on Sunday, but into the next week. Uh, so we are taking up the sermon this week, which mm. is, uh, maybe I'll just speak for myself, the the part of the service that I both really, really love and also gives me all kinds of anxiety. Oh,
1: fraught with fear and trembling, no question Uh, for us preachers, at least for me, too. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um,
0: And so to kind of help us think about that, we're going to read this week from Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 1, and we'll start with verse 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi with the bishops and the deacons... Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this, that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion by the day of Jesus Christ. Short, six little verses, but there's a lot packed in there. Um, And so as you hear those, uh, and as you're thinking about preaching this week, Mm. how does that work on you as you think about why the sermon matters or how the sermon helps?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's a good example of a proclaimer, you know, a preacher, Paul uh, and whenever you're in the letters, you know, you remember that he's preaching to a particular people in a particular set of circumstances at a particular time. Yep. And I think that that's kind of a heart of what the sermon or the preaching moment is. It's, it's not just, it's general, but it's, it's hopefully for, for us right there here and now. Um, I think about like the, the, um, the sermon helps us hear the for you, or this is about, it sets us in the story of God right here and now and helps us understand or be inspired or maybe be stirred by that in some way or learn something about that.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the
1: interesting or, or, I don't know, helpful things about these
0: letters is that Mm -hmm. um, they're both universal in that they have appealed and spoken to to Christians across time and space, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, but they're mm-hmm. also, like you said, they're particular. Yeah, uh, they're for this community or, originally, and and I think the sermon, uh, at its best, is is that too. It's there are some universal truths about who God is and who God is for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're also particular for that day, for that community that's gathered, um, and, and they're addressing specific people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you never know, I mean, even as preachers or even as listeners, you never know exactly how that's going to affect you. Right. Uh, each time you show up or hear the word. Uh, I think about that passage in Isaiah where the word of the mouth goes out from the Lord and it will do what it needs, what it needs to accomplish. Yeah.
0: Doesn't Uh, return empty. It Doesn't
1: return empty. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah 55, I think, or so. And, um, don't quote me on that, (laughs) but the, uh, You know, probably one of the reasons we're looking at this text is that grace to and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of preachers, including some of us, Mm -hmm. might start our sermons like that. I often say, like, grace, peace, and mercy are yours this day. And one of the things about a sermon in particular is that you can anticipate, and I think we should almost demand, that it is about faith in God, in Christ Jesus. You know, that the sermon is going to be, have to do with that and the scriptures as well. Um, I'm thinking about in the resurrection, especially in the gospel of Luke, Jesus shows up to those two people on the road to Emmaus. And one of the things he does amongst them is opens up the scriptures and explains how God's faith and the faithfulness of the people had been uh, throughout the ages, you know, and that's kind of something that happens in a good sermon, I think, yeah. you know? Um, and, and then grounded in faith in Christ, um, I remember, you know, there's I, I can sometimes remember sermons that I thought weren't great. Right. <laughs> you know, i like once heard a sermon that was supposed to be on John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And the preacher didn't mention Jesus at all mm-hmm. in the sermon. I thought, that's hard to do, you yeah. know, like preaching on that scripture. And so opening up the the biblical story and the story of faith, so that it's kind of placed in our lap, and we see it for ourselves,
0: yeah, and I also think like the flip side of that is often true of like that I will preach something that I don't feel is very good mm. or or doesn't uh, accompl, uh you know isn't doing what i I hoped it would, sure right um, and yet somebody will come up to me afterwards, and it, they'll say something like along the lines of like I felt like you were speaking just to me, yeah. Uh, Today and you know that feels to me like verse six. uh, I am confident of this: that the one who began a good work among you will bring it to completion. Like that's the Spirit's work. That's Jesus's work of like working in and through those people and giving them something that um, addresses where they where they came from that day and hopefully gives them something that helps them move into the week with confidence or or buoyed or uh, some sort of balm for yeah. what, what's hurting?
1: As a preacher, I've often thought of the, the sermon or the preached message as like the parable of the sower. You're just kind of throwing seed and hoping that it takes root somewhere, you know, throwing the seed of God's love and such. Um, and then as a listener, you know, to be gracious with myself, oh okay, I really got something out of that to hold with and maybe maybe it lasts just for today or just a minute or maybe I'm just in a place where I can't quite hear it you know we're, e- we're any one of those soils from day to day too so uh, you never know how yeah. it's going to affect us you don't so
0: as we move into Sunday and I'm yeah. getting ready to, to hear yet another sermon <laughs> right. um,
1: yeah.
0: what kind of questions would you invite folks to consider? In well, preparation of yeah, earth.
1: I think, you know, perhaps if you've been a listener out there in the congregation or in churches, you know, maybe reflect on what's a sermon or something said in a sermon, maybe even biblical or whatever, that, that you remember that stuck with you. And then ask the question, why? Why did that stick with you? Why? What do you remember? What made it meaningful? How did it stir something up? And then another question is, um, uh, it's, we know that it's good to hear this word. Because we need it again and again, and so what helps us listen? What helps you listen for it? What and perhaps where do you go to rely upon um, God's word being preached into your own ears and with each other?
0: Yeah, one of the things that Pastor Los, I remember him saying in in our preaching classes at, mm. at seminary, was that the you know the good news is almost this close to being too good to be true yeah and so you need to come and hear it yeah every couple days or yeah, like right. every seven days <laughs> um yeah, right. and and so we're excited to be able to be with you again uh so that you can hear that that good news that is proclaimed for you this day and every day <laughs>